We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report. One farm being recognized is the Malinowski Farm. Barb Gehring shares more about the history of the farm. Tell me about the farm. How was it acquired? What was the history of the farm? I'm actually just second generation born in the U.S. of Polish immigrants. And so this was my grandparents, Alex and Bernice Malinowski, and they actually came uh, via steamship from Poland in 1910 and 1911, respectively. They uh, met in the U.S. and then married here. And then they were living, um, having come in on the East Coast, they were living out in Massachusetts. And in um, 1915, there was a newspaper um, uh, published all in Polish in that community. And a Wisconsin uh, landholding company known as the Warazola Land Company They um, were advertising land that was um, just east of the community of Mosinee in Marathon County. So they saw this brochure, and they um, that was in 1915, and they uh, made arrangements, and they traveled by train then to Wisconsin, arriving on the land in um, 1917. So when the interesting piece about all that is that when they saw this brochure, it had shown a um, two-room home and some cleared land and some cattle and some garden area and things like that. And when they arrived, they did find that they did indeed have the two-room home as described, but they were, uh, other than the land cleared for the house, everything else was thick forested, some virgin forest, and, you know, no place to, to start anything with farming. And that started with just 36 acres at the time, and they would later go to acquire more and build up a milking and farming operation. But that was the um, start of then what were my grandparents arriving. How many generations have been on the farm from the beginning up to now? So that would just be three, the grandparents that I spoke of. And then my father, um, and then Mary, so my my father and mother, and then myself and my two brothers. Two brothers, we're all in our 60s. I remained here on this community, and my brothers are out of state now, but it was us three generations, and it, it remains that way. How has the size or type of farm changed over the years? The type of farm was, you know, as I said, it just starts as this two-room and then home. But my grandparents uh, went to acquire parcels that were neighboring parcels over time. Uh, So they then acquired several over multiple years, just going from that 36 up to 113 acres. And it was, therefore, uh, you know, a small, more intense dairy farming operation, but hogs, chickens, crops, um, and so forth. Currently, there one parcel was sold 
uh, for some hunting land, um, recreational, and so currently 90 acres remain. What makes the farm unique? Um, I think some things that make it unique are the history of of my grandparents arriving. And I think when they arrived, it was much more like you would be thinking of centuries before when people would be coming to the U.S. and, you know, kind of starting from scratch. And it was much the same way for them. But the um, but how much they, how hard they worked, how much they acquired and developed so quickly over the years, you know, so that so they arrived in 1917. By 1918, they have um, built a barn and brought in their uh, milking cattle by that time. And then by 1929, uh, even though they built a barn in 1918, by 1929, they built the barn that exists on the farm now, which is a very um, nostalgic Wisconsin barn and very picturesque of the two-story Gambrel roof, dormer windows, farm crystal with the stone foundation, and I guess much of what we think of Wisconsin. And so I think that is really unique, and many people um, comment on how uh, picturesque and well-maintained this barn is. So we like to be able to keep that heritage. And then, you know, very quickly they added on more acreage. They did have, unfortunately, they had their home burned down in 1936, and then had to um, build a new barn, which also built a new home, which also was accomplished quickly and um, built in that same summer of 1936. And that is the home that exists there today, which is also a quite stately, traditional-looking tile, two-story farmhouse. So it was, I guess, you know, it's unique for, I guess, what they started with and how quickly over the years and how hard the work was for them to develop what we still see there today. What were some of the other big events that happened on the farm in addition to that fire you spoke of? Well, I think the big events would be when we think of the the generation of my grandparents, Parents and my parents, I guess they probably were appreciative of not having big events, but I think theirs were just being able to expand the operation and expand more land, increase more cattle. Really a, a big event annually to us and my brothers was the haying, uh, summer haying operation. That was was the intense event of the year but it also was a great accomplishment and relief when you did that haying every year. So that was something that I guess is a lot, you know, in our memories was that work of making hay. Do you remember any big technology changes that occurred on the farm over the years? There certainly are pictures that I can, you know, look through that show these technology changes, but the ones from my grandparents to the early years of my parents' settlement, uh, Walter and Bernice Malinowski, those I see in pictures. Of course, it was started with horse-drawn equipment, and that continued for much of the time using the old hay binder rakes and pulling hay up to the hay mounds um, by horseback. And there's a lot of 
physical labor and, you know, needing to do things like removing the stumps and rocks. The changes that, you know, came about were with motorized vehicles. So it, it was real special to my dad. He got a 1955 Ferguson tractor and a 1959 Ford 801. And those two tractors are still running today, and my husband, Chuck Gary, myself, um, still use those tractors to make hay on the farm, and we appreciate using these pieces of history to do so, you know, still using a, a 1960s baler and wagon, so it's just nice to continue, and we're trying to maintain these collector pieces and keep them in use and different changes of course that you know they started they had well water that you had to pump and so over time then you know get the running water of course when my grandparents started there wasn't electricity and that got put in when that barn went in in 1929 so um, those kind of things occurred they went into milking cows more you know mechanized you spoke of the summer haying season as being a fond memory from your childhood. Do you have any other fond memories from growing up on the farm? Well, it was. And part of the part of the haying one was that my brothers and I and parents would work very hard and dawn to dust trying to get the you know, hay in and get that window that was good without any rain. So for a special treat, when we finished haying towards evening, Dad would drive us all into the community of Mosinee. Mosinee had the uh, old A&W root beer stand where the server would bring the root beer to your tray on your vehicle window. So that's a really great memory. So our treat after all the work was to go into town and get a root beer. So that was something we thought was just the greatest reward. I guess other ones were, you know, we appreciate that on this land, uh, the age of some of the some of the trees and some of the, the gardening, we can look back at photos that were taken around 1925, and the lilacs that we still have there and blooming can be seen on these photos. And there's also apple trees that have made it many generations as well. Roses, flocks, peonies planted by my grandmother that I continue to tend. And I appreciate one thing really significant to the Malinowski name is in Polish, it translates as the raspberry people. And so we've had raspberry bushes all the decades I can remember. And right now in July, I am picking raspberries. So that's really special to me, knowing that it's our family namesake and that it is something that my ancestors did before me. I want to give credit to my mother, Bernice. She's a very hard worker. My mother owns this piece of property, and my husband, Chuck Gary, and myself are the stewards of this property. Um, but my mother, um, not able to speak with us today, but was a very hard farm worker um, and was also known for her expertise in gardening and canning, cooking, and baking. All, all great memories. What does the farm look like today, and what does the future have in store? The farm, we have, of course, older aerial pictures of the farm, and we, you know, uh, my husband and I, I really work hard as far as my two brothers with maintaining it in its picturesque and stateliness. 
my parents did uh, took a lot of pride in the the buildings and the property. So, you know, one of ours is to really maintain it in the structurally and in the beauty that it is. But the other is I've uh, had a I've had horses for over 50 years, so this property, um, when it no longer had milking cattle, beef cattle, um, has had horses. So we continue with a small horse farm, and we also maintain hiking trails in the woods. It's used for hunting land. We do gardening there, so it's going to you know, continue to be a family-use farm. What is the name of the farm? It is called the Malinowski Family Farm. What does it mean to you, Barbara, to have your farm recognized as a century farm? It is a great honor, and I really appreciate this opportunity. I wish my father was here today to see it. My father just passed away last year at age of 100. The farm is 106 years in the family. And my father, at age 99, was still driving his tractor and still pulling the hay baler and still mowing the lawn. So to get this 100-year award for his ancestral property is just very special. And we really appreciate being able to maintain that image of Wisconsin, of farms, especially of barns, because those are diminishing, as we know. It's just an it's really good to be appreciated for what we're doing now and for what, you know, the generations before us did. Barb Gehring shares the story of a family farm in Marathon County. The Century and Sesquicentennial Farm Program originated as part of Wisconsin's Centennial Celebration in 1948. Each year, about 100 properties are honored. You can listen to some of these stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Nate Zimdars.